Welcome to Mind Body Yay. Thank you for landing here. This is the place to come to refuel your vibe and nourish your mind, body, and spirit. I am Kate Zukas, the host of Mind Body Yay. I'm a conscious business leader, yoga and mindfulness teacher and coach. And I'm so excited for you to be here sharing my energy with you and holding this space for you to nourish yourself in this podcast. So the goal of Mind Body Yay is to provide podcast topics that nourish you, uplift your energy and ultimately invite the good into your life. So let's get those positive vibes flowing and get started with today's podcast. So the topic of today's podcast is the power of micro self-care habits. So our bodies, minds and souls are constantly trying to talk to us and tell us to take care of ourselves and make sure that we're actually refueling ourselves so that not only can we keep taking care of ourselves, but we can also take care of those around us as well. But in order for that, us to do that, we really need to be looking at ourselves and how well we take care of ourselves. So for me, getting to a place where I am kind to myself and I actively and proactively uh, nourish myself um, has been a journey to get here and has been a lot of aha moments um, and one of the big reasons behind why I am such a promoter of self-care now is because I was really bad at it over the years at both a macro level um, with taking breaks regularly and looking after yourself um, at, at that kind of more of a larger investment perspective. But also I wasn't very good at looking after myself at a macro level. Like what are some of those really small things you can do every day to recharge and focus on your well-being? So for me, it's, it's been a bit of a learning to get to where I am today. So, but through the practice of yoga and meditation, uh, I have been able to learn to focus on self-love, um, acceptance and compassion, um, as well as understanding the importance of setting boundaries, um, having a, a growth mindset and a positive mindset, um, and also being able to go within and focus on myself. So yoga and meditation has taught me so much um, around each of those. Um, and I think one of the big things with yoga that yoga has really taught me is what to also let go of. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of the time what I've let go of in yoga is you know, and what I've had to unlearn because I think we just get fed so many things over the years and learning to let go and, you know, unlearning things that we've been taught um, helps us to look after ourselves and is a great way to show um, self-care to yourself as well. There is a great quote um, which says, you know, meditation is not about what you gain, but it's about what you lose or what you let go of. And that's a very, very wise quote um, and very, very true because ultimately that's been my experience um, with yoga and meditation. Um, so a few things that I have learned to let go of 
Um, and this is an act of self-care, learning to let go of, of these things. Um, it's been a huge act of self-care for me. Um, but letting go of other people's opinions, um, you know, other people's viewpoints, um, other people's expectations of you, um, other people's judgments. Um, I've also learned to let go of stress um, and overwhelm. Um, and also trying to control everything like that's that's a really big one I think I'm a um, always I was always trying to control everything and living in the past or living in the future rather than just going with the flow and enjoying myself in the present um, so really starting to learn to let go of you know, of that controlling everything and specifically controlling other people and worrying about what other people think or what other people, um, how other people are going to react. Um, so, you know, one of the most mind blowing moments I had um, when I was doing my yoga teacher training is when we were discussing control um, and how we can't control everything uh, and how we can't control other people. Um, you know, as individuals, all we can do is look at after ourselves and manage our own responses. Um, to life, um, as well as obviously inviting other people. So all we can do is invite other people um, and then they're ultimately accountable for how they respond or they reply as well. Um, so that was a huge aha moment um, in learning to how, you know, I can't control everything and that's okay. Um, and I think since learning to go with the flow a lot more, you're also a lot more open to your intuition. Um, but I think my mindset is a lot more settled rather than um, stressed and anxious um, as well. So that's been one of the biggest acts of self-care that I have done for myself is around learning to, to let go of a lot of these um, different things as well. Um, so, you know, these, these, I know I'm getting off topic a little bit, but these are just some, um, of what's led me to why I focus on self-care. Um, and this topic, today's topic is on micro self-care habits. Um, and now I focus a lot more on the micro self-care habits. I coach a lot on the micro self-care habits, what you can do, what are some small acts that you can do every day or every week to look after yourself. I'm passionate about this area and this is something that um, I incorporate into my life and my lifestyle. Um, you know, so I am a you know, busy mum of two kids. Um, I am a wife. Um, I'm a business owner. I still work in the corporate world. Um, and I've also got a father with dementia. So for me, life is pretty jam-packed and I'm pulled and pushed in different directions all the time. So I need to set some really strong boundaries with how I look after myself in order to keep playing all those different roles um, that I play and that I choose to play in my life as well. So doing a lot of smaller self-care actions every day help me to constantly refuel myself. It also helps me to not only just re-energize and, and keep my energy up, but it also helps me 
um, feed my soul and constantly feed my soul because that's what I find really, really energizing um, as well. So there's certain things I do um, every day to look after my mind, body, and spirit. And I am going to go through some of these, um, with, or go through a lot of these with you. Um, and I get asked a lot of the time, what do I do to look after myself? What am I, what's my own self-care practice? What do I do to nourish myself? So I know there's a lot of people in a similar boat to me because I get asked that question all the time. And yes, you know, we are all busy. We are all switched on. We are all alert all the time. So being able to take regular, small, mental breaks or physical breaks or you know spiritual breaks um, to be able to refuel yourself helps you with your overall well-being so saying all of that i'll go through with you here's my micro self-care routine um, that i do um, to look after my own mind body and spirit um, so that i can keep recharging myself um, and I also want to emphasize that these are regular habits that I do for myself um, and other people, you know, any of you can can um, use these as inspiration for your own self-care practice as well. And any of these can work in conjunction and at the same time with any more structured or professional um, self-care services that you do for yourself. Um, so here it goes. So for my mind, so let's get started with my mind um, and my mental body. So for me to look after my um, mind, I meditate every day. Um, I do it for about 15 to 20 minutes um, every night before I go to sleep. Uh, this is um, I get, they're just something standard um, that I do and it is um, one of my essential practices that I do to really look after my mind. Um, and nighttime is the best time for me to do it because I'm just at the stage of life where my mornings are frantic um, and I want to set myself up for success. Um, and I know at the moment I just can't do it, uh, even if I was to get up really early Um you know, I, I'm just not going to get that practice. So I'm setting myself up for success. I'm doing this practice every night. The only other chance I might get to meditate in the mornings is if I get um, public transport to work. And then I'm able, if I go into the office, I'm able to um, meditate um, on public transport. So that's the only other time. But that's my standard. I meditate every day for 15 to 20 minutes. And that is something, um, a gift that I give myself every day. Other things that I do regularly for my mind is I set regular intentions. So I'm big and setting intentions. So this is, you know, what do you want to draw more into your life? What do you need more of into your life? Um, setting intentions is just a great way to keep you focused um, and to help you be kind to yourself and to invite more good into your life. Um, I uh, love affirmations. Um, I'm a huge Louise Hay fan. Um, so if anyone's interested in getting into affirmations, make sure you, you look up Louise Hay. Her affirmations are life-changing um, and they're beautiful and they are nourishing. And I use them a lot to um, help lift my mood and um, refocus my energy as well. So affirmations are fantastic. Um, and the other thing I do um, is I focus on gratitude. 
So right now, I want you to think about three things that you are grateful for. So right now, can be tiny little things, can be big things, you know, just have a think about what are three things that you are grateful for. It can be as tiny as having, you know, being able to drink a hot cup of coffee, getting a good night's sleep, having a great conversation with a friend. These are all great, um, you know, things to be grateful for. And having an attitude of gratitude is super helpful in lifting your mood and your mental state. Definitely something I do on a regular basis. Um, I also set mantras as well. So this year I have had the mantra, which I set at the beginning of the year, um, which is just be. So whenever I feel like I'm getting um, a bit too wrapped up in my head, getting a bit too stressed, if I feel myself drifting into that overwhelm zone, I just repeat my affirmation and I bring myself back to the present moment. Just be. Just be. Just be. That is my mantra um, for this year and it is just serving me so well to help ground me and center me and just to have two words that I can um, create accountability for myself as well and, and to keep me focused. So definitely encourage anyone to get a mantra. So you can use my one, just be. Um, that really works for me. It really brings me back. Um, but have a think about other ones that you might um, you might want. Um, if you listen to any Louise Hay affirmations as well, you might find something in there you're really drawn to. So definitely, if you, you see if you hear any of her affirmations that you love, write them down um, because they are just very um, warming and nourishing um, and very good for your self care. So other things I do for my mental um, body and to, to work on my mind is um, breath work. So as a yoga teacher, um, we use our breath in our yoga practice. We obviously use meditation and breath work uh, in yoga. But really learning to breathe properly has really helped me do um helped my mental body and helped my mental health overall and it can sound so silly because we breathe every moment of our lives every day but really learning to breathe and breathing taking some conscious breaths in and out spending five minutes a day or taking 10 conscious breath breaths in and out every day is a simple way to really start to focus on your well-being so most of the time when we're stressed or overwhelmed, we're just breathing into our upper chest. So the air is just going into our upper chest. Um, whereas if you start to draw your breath and take some very deep breaths down into your belly, you're able to lengthen that breath down into your belly. You're able to get the air flowing through your body a lot more. It really helps with reducing any stress and anxiety. So breath work is a great one you can do every day and incorporate into your own self-care practice. Uh, you know, at the beginning of most of my yoga classes or meditations that I run, I'll always do some breath work in it because it's a really great way of calming the mind. So another tool that I use um, is aromatherapy. So I'm obsessed um, with aromatherapy. I love it. Um, it has been, I call it a tool because it's just such a great way to assist in managing 
um, my mind um, and helping me unwind, helping me focus on the present. I love it. Um, I carry a little spray bottle with me for when I'm out of the house so that I can just spray myself if I need to be scented. Um, it's a, a bit of a ritual that I do. And that when I'm home, I've got the diffuser on or I may have a candle on or something. And I also burn sage as well. So being able to just um, get lost and get it, you know, um, just really nourished um, by the senses um, helps keep me present as well. It's such a great way to also nourish your home environment if you're at home and you you know putting aromatherapy on. Great way for clearing out, cleansing um, your home. So aromatherapy has been a, a huge part, I think, of my healing as well as focusing on my self-care and something that I really enjoy doing when I'm at home um, because it, again, it really uplifts my energy. So there, there are a number of things there that I've mentioned that I do for my um, mental health and my mind to really nourish um, myself. So from a, a body perspective and physical perspective, um, there's a lot of other things I do too. So um, I do yoga, I do Pilates, and I walk. They're, they're my kind of three uh, physical activities that I really um, try to incorporate um, into my week regularly. So uh, you know, before I had children, um, I was going to, you know, one and a half hour yoga classes. I was teaching a lot of yoga classes. Um, but now is, you know, I, I don't have time to be going to, to our classes and, and driving there, driving back regularly every week. Um, but what I can do is I can do 10 to 20 minutes of yoga two to three times a week. This is what I'm talking about when I talk about micro self-care. You know, 20 minutes of yoga um, or 20 minutes of Pilates um, or going on a 20-minute walk is so much better than doing nothing. And um, even doing some of these little pieces really do help with your mental health. I notice about after, you know, doing 10 minutes of any type of physical activity, your body really, your endorphins go, your body starts to... Um, just really feel good. Um, so that's part of my regular practice. But when I say I do yoga, Pilates, and I walk, you know, I'm not talking about I do it for hours. You know, I do small acts of this, but I do it regularly over the week. Um, so from a, a diet perspective, um, I have a green smoothie every day. Every single day I make a green smoothie or if I don't, if I'm away, um, I'll make sure that I get a little bottle of a, a, a green smoothie. This is something I do a huge act of self-care. I make sure that I'm physically getting nutrients from fruit and vegetables and, and you know, other powders and vitamins that I put in, um, as well as water. I put about a cup of water into my green smoothie, so it's great for hydration. Um, but this is something I do every day. It is my uh, a physical act of self-care that I do, but it's also something I do every day to ground myself. So having this green smoothie, I find is very, very grounding and a great way for me to start the day. So while I said before, I don't meditate in the mornings because I know they're pretty hectic, but what I can do is I make a green smoothie um, and I sip on that for most of the morning. Um, so that's something I do. I always, I also tr keep my vitamins up as well. So make sure that I'm, I know 
what my body is like. I see doctor regularly. I know what my body needs and I make sure that, you know, I'm just keeping my vitamins up and looking after myself. So definitely recommend that you make sure that you are getting the medical advice that you need um, so that you understand your body um, and know what you need to get to fuel yourself from a vitamin perspective as well. So I mentioned hydration before. Um, So it's another big one that I do for my physical body. I make sure um, that I'm drinking plenty of water. Um, I have lots of lemon. um, I have lots of herbal tea. um, And they're so good for obviously nourishing your physical body. But I specifically find that herbal tea is so good for nourishing the soul as well and it makes you feel so good Um, and having a mindful cup of tea is a great way to recharge um, yourself and just sitting down and just focusing on drinking your tea for a few minutes a day so that hydration um, is a huge one um, for your physical health Um, and the last thing I do here for my physical body, um, is I have a nighttime ritual. Um, so I do face creams, you know, on my face as part of my ritual. I put aromatherapy oils, um, on my chest and my wrist to balance my energy. But from a physical body perspective, I find that such a great way to wind down. It also winds me down mentally. So I know when I start my nighttime rituals before I meditate, Um, that I'm kind of cleaning out, you know, physically just wiping away the day, um, rebalancing my energy before I get into bed. So having some type of nighttime routine, again, it takes a couple of minutes. It's not huge, but for me, it's really symbolic. And having those rituals there are really, really important. Um, I know for me to kind of symbolize that I am looking after myself. All right, so let's move on to soul. So soul, spirit, energy, whatever word resonates with you, I use them all interchangeably. Um, But um, a few things I do to really kind of feed my soul um, is I try to have as much fun as possible. I try to have as much play as possible. I like to joke around. I like to laugh. I like to be silly. Um, That goes, you know, with working as well as with, you know, family and friends and that, I think it's really important um, to, you know, be light um, and laugh and um, be joyful. You know, being joyful really illuminates your energy. It can really refuel you. Having a great laugh um, is something that I try to do every day and something that is very nourishing for your spirit and your soul. Um, I also feed my soul regularly through books um, and podcasts on anything to do with mind, body, spirit. Um, I am huge into uh, angel cards, oracle cards, um, all of that. So I use a lot of of, um, those intuitive tools really to um, feed my spirit and um, to help guide me and connect with myself. Um, so I'm also nourished by anything to do with the stars or space or ancient history, um, ancient relics, um, anything to do with that. So I make sure that I, you know, educate myself on these, um, because I really feel that it's nourishing for me to be focusing on this and learning about this. Um, so, you know, a few things I do is I join groups or communities, 
um, that discuss these topics regularly so that, you know, I sign up to newsletters so that I know my inbox is getting flooded with all of this content I want to actually read. Um, you know, I've got apps. Um, I'm a huge promoter of the Gaia app. Um, I use it all the time um, for yoga and Pilates and meditations and music um, and documentaries. Um, I find it a fantastic app. Um, and then the other thing is I do is I just try to stay in stillness for a couple of moments every day just to connect um, with my inner world. Um, and I can do that, you know, just um, in the quiet or also listening to music because music is a fantastic um, way to relax and to nourish yourself as well and to just feel that, that energy of um, music around you absorbing in your body. So there you go. That gives you a lot of what I do on a micro level to look after my mind, body and spirit. So these are a lot of these, you know, they all work together and, you know, I don't do every single one of these on the one day together. But what I do do is um, most of these over the course of a week, like generally I will do most of these habits Um over the course of the week just to refill my cup and to make sure that I'm cleaning my energy out and refilling um, myself as well. So what I really want to emphasize is that self-care doesn't have to take hours to do and you don't have to go somewhere or plan something or do something. You can do small acts of self-care every day to look after your energy and to manage your own needs. And I also want to emphasize, and this is a really important one, that self-care doesn't have to be expensive. You know, you've just got to set the intention to be kind to yourself and to want to focus on yourself and just to start to set aside 10, 20 minutes a day Choose, you know, something that helps you nourish yourself and, and you can do something like similar to me where I go mind, body, spirit and these are, a, a, you know, a few things I do to work on each of those but really want to emphasise that it doesn't have to take hours to do self-care and it really does not have to be expensive either. So, you know, having time off, holidays, mini breaks and downtime are all really, really, really important. So I'm not downgrading the importance of that. But this podcast is about the power of micro self-care and it's really made a difference to my life. Um, it really has made me a lot happier from a day-to-day -day perspective, knowing that there's multiple things I do throughout the day um, that I can just on my go-to um, that I can do to help just nourish um, and refuel myself. So thank you everyone for listening into the podcast today. Um, it was great to have you here and I will see you in the next episode of Mind, Body and Yay. So if you want to find out a little bit more about me um, or to sign up to my mailing list, so I do send a newsletter out once a month. Um, and if you want to find about other events um, that I will be doing, join my mailing list. So you can visit katezukasco.com um, and sign up and you will receive lots of positive vibes directly to your inbox. So thanks again, everyone, for joining and bye for now.